From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, the future of Ethereum mining. We have a unicorn and NFT hacks are done by one person. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Good morning, everyone. Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling grateful. I don't know why I'm asking you this today. But if you want to let me know, you can email me, matthewarenetrocrypt.co, and tell me how your week is going. Let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 9.37 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $21,327, up 1.8% in 24. Ethereum is up 6.2% in 24, sitting at $1,474. Tether is number three, USDC is number four, and Binance is at 256, up 5.8%. Running off the top 10, we have BUSD, XRP, ADA, Solana, and Doge. The total market cap is up 2.8% in 24. It's sitting at $984.6 billion. We have a BTC dominance of 41.4 and an F dominance of 18.2. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is Tron. Again, another one I can't believe we never spoke about yet. Its ticker is TRX. Ranked number 14 on CoinMarketCap, its price is 6.6 cents, up 3.9% in 24. Its current market cap is 6.1 billion. Fully diluted is also 6.1 billion. The all-time high for Tron. I bet we're going to have a big one here. Hold on. Oh, it's 30 cents. It's set five years ago. It's down 77% since then. It's up 6,000% still from its all-time low, also set five years ago. You can buy Tron and Binance. Will be... Gate.io, FTX, Poloniex, uh, CoinOne, not many U.S. exchanges, but you can get it on Bittrex, Binance. Oh, you can get it on Bittrex, Binance.us, and FTX.ux. Never mind, there's three exchanges. I just saw them. Excellent. So what is Tron? Tron is a decentralized blockchain operating system developed by the Tron Foundation and launched in 2017. Originally, Tron tokens were ERC-20s, and they were deployed on Ethereum. But a year later, they moved to their own network. Initially, the project was created at the aim of providing full ownership rights to makers of digital content. Their main goal was to help creators and encourage them with more rewards for their work. And that's Tron, ticker TRX, ranked number 14 on CoinMarketCap. Moving into our headlines today. Unstoppable Domains is a Web3 service that provides NFT-based domain names for crypto wallets' websites, and they announced today that they reached a unicorn valuation of $1 billion. And that was after a $65 million Series A funding round. The raise was led by Pantera Capital and includes funding from Mayfield, 
Alchemy Ventures, Red Beard Ventures, Polygon, CoinGecko, and so on. Also, previous backers such as Dapper Associates and Boost VC, they also took part. Matthew Gold, the founder and CEO of Unstoppable Domains, told Decrypt that everyone's excited and that it built through the so-called crypto winter in 2018 and 2019 to eventually reach this point. When you take funding of this kind, he continues to say, you take a lot of responsibility. You have one day to celebrate and take a victory lap. You have a glass of champagne, and then the next day, you get right back to work. Gould said the Unstoppable Domains has registered more than 2.5 million crypto domain names to date, including extensions such as .crypto, .bitcoin, .nft, .blockchain, and .dao. Registrations for these domains started around 5 bucks per domain, but they can reach hundreds of dollars. The firm claims that it had generated around $80 million in sales so far. Now, I'm going to put on my little hat here for a minute and ask everybody the questions. And I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm, I'm very happy for them. I've known Unstoppable Domains this whole time and been working with them in some sort of capacity. I mean, not being paid by them, but known them, talked to them, have interviewed them over the years. But is this really a $1 billion company? It's done a Series A for $65 million. They have had $80 million in sales so far. That means since creation of the company. That means if they're doing an annual revenue, which is, I'm just pulling this out in my butt, an annual revenue of right now going around $30 million, $40 million annually, they are getting valued at 20x or 25x uh, their, their yearly revenue. So I'm, I'm very skeptical on their valuation. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. And even if it's $80 million a year, still, is it a billion dollar company? Again, Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. If we all know our crypto history, then we will know that following the infamous DAO hack of 2016, Ethereum split into two blockchains, Ethereum and Ethereum Classic. And as we all know, Ethereum is going to go proof of stake soon and it's going to merge. And so that'll make Ethereum Classic still a proof of work blockchain. And so the interesting thing here is that Antpool recently announced a $10 million investment to back projects built on Ethereum Classic. And Antpool is the third largest Bitcoin mining pool and the 14th largest Ethereum mining pool. Therefore, the interesting thing is, is not only did Ethereum Classic's price go up with this, where are the miners going to go when you don't need the proof-of-work miners on Ethereum anymore? Are they all going to shift to Ethereum Classic? Then we have another question. Is Ethereum Classic going to be becoming more and more valuable or, or the price is going to go higher and higher and the fees are going to go higher and higher, the gas fees, because of the shift of miners trying to find a new home? Hmm. It's kind of interesting to see that there is now investment for proof of work on Ethereum Classic and price is going up and now the future of Ethereum Classic is going to be shifted because of the attention it's going to get because of proof of work. What do you think is going to happen in the future? I know you don't have a crystal ball, but it's fun to speculate. Ark Invest, head by brilliant investor Kathy Woods, just dumped $75 million worth of Coinbase stock, or 1.41 million shares. I still think that Ark Invest is going to get the first spot Bitcoin ETF. But what does this all mean for Coinbase? Obviously, we don't know, but Coinbase is under investigation for listing securities by the SEC. Does this have anything to do with it? Or are they just selling to BTFD? I mean, Kathy Woods and Ark Invest are the third largest shareholders of Coinbase. So, are they losing confidence? This is an interesting one. According to a recent analysis by TRM Labs, cyber attacks against NFT collections have steadily risen in 2022, costing the NFT community over $22 million in May alone. 
TRM Lab said that cyber attacks linked to NFT minting scams deployed through compromised Discord accounts rose 55% in June of 2022 compared to the previous month, which obviously was May. TRM Labs says that on-chain data suggests that many of the Discord compromises are from the same hacker. <laughs> now, that's interesting. Hold up. Because they're thinking that this is the same one that targeted the Board Ape Yacht Club in June, uh, Bubble World, Parallel, uh, Tasties, and more. And that's the interesting part. You know, we get a lot of news and fun in the space about all these bad actors, hacks, and so on and so forth. What if it's just a couple of small groups or bigger, larger groups that are just targeting hacking and NFTs and crypto and wallets and so on and so forth? So the actual amount of bad actors are pretty small, but they're doing a lot of bad things because nobody's catching them. Oh, by the way, TRM Labs doesn't specifically know where the attacks are coming from, but it looks as though the threat is originating in China. The U.S. Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Assets Control is investigating cryptocurrency exchange Kraken for allegedly violating economic sanctions against Iran. And this is according to the New York Times. Five people affiliated with the company or with knowledge of the inquiry told the New York Times that Kraken is suspected of allowing customers in Iran and other sanctioned countries to use the exchange despite the companies being prohibited from doing so. The sources wish to remain anonymous. The United States has upheld economic sanctions against Iran since 1979, meaning no business based in the U.S. can buy or sell goods to anyone in the country. Moving into pointless, silly legislation and regulation. The Cryptocurrency Tax Fairness Act, which sounds good, but wait, wait for it. The Cryptocurrency Tax Fairness Act would exempt reporting crypto transactions of less than $50 or trades in which a person earns less than $50. Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania said, while digital currencies have a potential of becoming an ordinary part of American everyday lives, our tax codes stands in the way. He continues to say that this bill would help Americans use cryptocurrencies more easily as an everyday method of payment by exempting them from taxes of small personal transactions like buying a cup of coffee. Where did this whole cup of coffee narrative come from? Like, is that what everybody's like really eager to do with Bitcoin is buy coffee? And by the way, this is why I think it's silly. 50 bucks is nothing. And I think that we're going to have kind of like a weird, weird effect of something like this. So if this happens, I feel that it's going to incentivize very low cost, low transaction fee, high throughput blockchains um, because everybody's going to do that to try to skirt taxes. So you're going to see like a big surge of micropayments. Imagine this. You want to buy something for $50,000 in Bitcoin, right? If it did under current law or with this bill, you'd pay capital gains taxes. Let's say the top percent of it, you pay 20% plus state capital gains taxes. It's come 23 to 25%. Boom, right there. That's your taxes. But what if you just transferred that to the Lightning Network and did all kinds of micropayments? So $1,050 transactions, which equals $50,000. Did you just incentivize the Lightning Network? And I know what the argument is going to be. Well, I mean, the thing costs $50,000, but you just sent 1,000 transactions of $50 a piece. So you're buying the same thing. That's just obviously a loophole. But yeah, it's a loophole. <laughs> is it a loophole? Well, somebody's going to have to argue that. Somebody will do it. And it looks as though it's just kind of setting up different problems. Now, is it only $50 in general for the whole year, for the whole tax year? You only get $50? Well, that's even stupider. So it's per transaction. So what are the transactions for? Do they have to be different things? So I can buy $50,000 in small transactions 1,000 times. And what are the things am I buying? Now, let's take this back. With the fractionalized micropayments and the whole Web3 shared ownership economy, 
What if an NFT that usually costs $50,000 is then split into 1,000 small parts? So therefore, it's a tax-free event of buying the different individual aspects of that whole NFT. For example, let's just say you have the Mona Lisa. Obviously, it doesn't cost $50,000, but let's just say it's $50,000. But then they chop up the Mona Lisa, put it into 1,000 small parts, make each small part an uh, ERC-721, and then you just buy each ERC-721 into small pieces, put it together, then you have a Mona Lisa. Anyway, it just seems like there's a lot of interesting loopholes that we can create with this. Why don't you just make transaction in Bitcoin tax-free? And finally, fans of all-time classic games such as Solitaire and Sudoku can now get rewarded in Bitcoin for playing it. Isn't this fun? Do you like Sudoku or Solitaire? Do you want to get paid, paid Bitcoin for playing it? Well, a partnership between Bitcoin-centric gaming startup Zebedee and a London-based mobile game studio, Viker, have now allowed you to do this. So if you like Solitaire and Sudoku and you want to get rewarded in Bitcoin by playing them, you can now thank Zebedee and Viker. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I love making these shows every day. And I'm going to be back tomorrow. Same Matt time, same Matt channel. And until then, happy hodling, everybody.